Chapter Fifteen of Stories of Symphonic Music. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Stories of Symphonic Music by Lawrence Gilman. Section Fifteen. Glazunov. Alexander Glasnov, born in St. Petersburg, August 10, 1865, now living there. Stenkra Razin, Symphonic Poem, OP 13. Stenka Razin, or Razin, the subject of Glazunov's symphonic poem, was a Cossack rebel and outlaw who flourished in the 17th century. In 1667 he was elected leader of the insurgent Cossacks, and after a tumultuous career of plunder and devastation, was finally executed at Moscow in 1671. He is the hero of numerous Russian ballads, and Nikolai Kostomarov in 1859 made him the subject of one of his famous historical monographs. In the legend selected by Glazunov for musical treatment, Stenka Razin is portrayed as the hero of an incident which is related by the composer as follows in an explanatory note in French prefaced to the score. The Volga, vast and calm, for long years the region about the great river dealt in peace then suddenly there appeared the terrible ultiman cossack chief stenka razin who at the head of his ferocious horde began to sweep along the volga devastating and pillaging the towns and villages situated along its banks his ship was splendidly adorned his sails were made of silk his oars were gilt in the midst of a tent of cloth of silver upon barrels of full of gold and silver reclined the persian princess stenka razin's captive and mistress on a certain day she fell into deep thought and addressing her master's comrades began to tell them that she had dreamed a dream in which it had been revealed to her that stenka razin would be shot that his band of warriors would be cast into dungeons and that she herself would perish in the waves of the volga the dream of the princess came true stenka was surrounded by the soldiers of the czar seeing that the day was lost stenka said never during all the thirty years of my raids have i offered the volga a gift Today I will give it what is dearest to me among all the treasures of the earth. And with these words he hurled the princess deep into the waves. The fierce band began to sing in honor of its ultimate, and all hurled themselves upon the soldiers of the Tsar. Glazunov's music is based on three main themes we hear first the melancholy chant of the bargemen on the volga derived from a celebrated russian folk tune by it the volga is typified 
the theme is announced by the oboe against tremolos in the springs stenka himself is next portrayed by a theme that is brutally forceful and savage then follows a gracious and dulcet melody sung pp by clarinet with accompaniment of harp flutes basson and horn in which the princess stenka's captive and beloved is suggested by his vivid and dramatic juxtaposition of these themes glazenoff suggests the progress and culmination of his tonal narrative the score bears the date line st petersburg eighteen eighty five the kremlin symphonic picture in three parts op thirty this symphonic picture composed in eighteen ninety is a delineation in three sections of scenes associated in the imagination of the composer with the historic and picturesque citadel at moscow they are arranged and titled as follows one popular feast scenes of festivity the music based on or suggested by russian folk songs two in the monastery there are first passages of religious character then a section on contrasted quality with a suggestion of temple gongs and oriental color three entrance and meeting of the prince the prevailing spirit of this movement is festal there is a suggestion of pomps and occasions of brilliant pageantry the kremlin writes mr arthur simons in his cities is like the evocation of an arabian sorcerer called up out of the midst of the north and the bells hung in these pagan pagoda-like belfries seem to swing there in a lost paradox as if to drive away the very demons that have fixed them in mid-air all the violence of the yellow mongolian east is in these temples which break out into bulbs and flower into gigantic fruits and vegetables of copper and tiles and carved stone which are full of crawling and wriggling lines of a kind of cruelty in form in which the gold of the sun the green of the earth's grass and a blue which is to the blue of the sky what hell is to heaven mock and deform the visible world in a kind of infernal parody the priests with their long hair and christ-like presence wearing heavy vestments of blue and red velvet and gold embroidered stuff in which one sees the hieratic significance of the blue of the domes pass through the concealing door from the presence of the people to the presence of god the door which at the most secret moment shuts them in upon that presence and a choir of sad deep russian voices the voices of young men and chants antiphonally and in chorus weaving in a sort of instrumental piece in which the voices are the instruments a heavy veil of music which trembles like a curtain before the shrine end of section 
fifteen recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.